Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, Anna. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast today and our conversation. And today we're talking about how to keep a better financial score on your business. So where do we start on? In fact, because we want to keep our promise to help you enhance your business with some very critical tips and tools you can utilize. So that's why we decided to talk about financial score. It is extremely important for a small business owner to know their financials. And I know that 90% of the small business owners are scared to look at the numbers. Mm. And I, I want to add to the importance of this being about being scared to look at your numbers. You're probably also a little bit scared about all the talk of a possible recession up ahead. That makes this topic even more important to you. So some of the things we're going to share with you today really are, are getting yourself prepared ahead of time in case that nasty economic slowdown or recession comes our way. Absolutely. But, but the financials are vital for your small, a small business. And when we talk about spending, do you know your numbers? Mm-hmm. I mentioned the statistics, but what we want uh, to tell you is a lot of times you don't have time to look at the numbers. Number one, you are scared to look at the numbers because you think that, you know, the numbers may not be good, but the bottom line is that no matter what, you should not be like an ostrich, put your head in the sand and think that everything is fine especially when Michael said that we are approaching a very tough times with the gas prices up, with the inflation up. You need to know where you stand. You need to know when you should increase your prices for your products or services. This is extremely important. And you need to know cash flow, your cash flow, because cash flow is, is a king. And there is difference between cash flow and we call it profit and loss, or how well your company is doing. And, and cash on hand at any given moment in time. Uh, I, and I want to get really basic here. For example, I think you would be wise as a small business owner, if once a week, whoever's doing your bookkeeping, whether you are or someone else, if you ask, what are the payables that are still outstanding this week? Who hasn't paid us yet? how much do I have coming in? How much came in this week? So I know what my revenue flow was. Now we go to the other side. What are the payables? What what do I have to pay in expenses this up ahead here that I haven't paid yet? And how is, what I'm really talking about is how has that changed from last week to this week? It's just a little way of keeping track of how my business is flowing. Because that's, that's what's, that's where your cash flow is involved. It's going out to pay bills or it's coming in because someone's, someone's paying you for something you provided them as a product or service. But having a little feel for that by looking once a week helps you to be better at managing your business. When you see that trend going down or up, it's telling you something. You're either celebrating because you're doing better or you should be worrying because you're not doing as well. So the simple things like that, we don't think about what we have to be learned to do. 
you know, Michael, I even will go even further, even simpler, because what is happening right now is we complicated our lives even more. Um, a business may have a lot of uh, income stream. When I have, when I say income streams, income tracking devices, like some businesses say using, if, especially if you're a service provider, uh, you may be using Apple Pay, you may be using Square. So all these different uh, funnels of income, and you don't know because you don't track it on, Michael was saying, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. And, and at the end of the year, you just bring all your receipts to the accountant and you think that everything, you know, like they, they'll square everything. But what I suggest even have a notebook. And in this notebook daily, I'm challenging you to do daily revenue. This is how much I made. Expense, every expense, everything what you pay. This is how much I, I'm spending for this and this and this. And it, at the end of the week, just total everything. And you will have better idea where you're going because it's it's easy the profit and loss it's it's you know what how much you're making minus how much is your expense this is your profit and just review every single line and again if you if you if you don't want to go and if you don't know how to work with excel that is fine a notebook can be utilized old-fashioned one and i promise you once you start tracking it and monitoring for the next, let's say, two months, you will be amazed what kind of changes you can make in your business to be more profitable and to see whether you can squeeze or some of the expenses you have done, whether they're necessary for you. It's a quick example. Let's say that you've been watching your revenue on a, on a daily basis and it's two, two weeks in and suddenly you see your sales beginning to drop. Ooh, could that be the sign of a, of a slowdown in, in the general economy? That's going to make you say, where on my expense side can I begin to control things? Do I have too much inventory? Maybe I don't need to buy that, that crate of, of oil that's coming in or that crate of other materials that I need for, for my production process. Maybe I can wait another week and see how sales go. So we don't get too much inventory built up. Uh, or other ways in which we can pare back some of our expenses. You, you need those little triggers to get you to think, as Anna is saying, more about your business today and this week so that you can respond a little quicker. End of the year, with the accountant telling you, telling you that you've lost money, you don't have any profits this year, it's too late. You yes. need to be thinking about it much on a much more frequent basis. Absolutely. <clears throat> and the other, for uh, I would I would like to send a message to other businesses, Michael, who they hire an accountant and then they think that everything is fine. No, it is not. If you do not look at the numbers, the accountant are just tracking your numbers. A lot of times, the accountant they don't. They don't tell you what exactly you should be looking. I mean, some of some of the accountants. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to bulk okay. all the accountants, but I think you you're the owner. They're yeah. not the owners. You should know your numbers, so you should get into a habit looking at the numbers. If you don't understand something, ask the accountant. Say, hey, what is this entry? Why do I do that? Why this is what it is? My I mean, my profit is this. How do I get better? What is my profit margin? All these things the accountant can tell you if you ask them and if you constantly monitor your numbers. 
I'm going to throw out two quick ideas to go right on top of what you're saying. I would propose that you ask your spouse, your significant other, to uh, you give them permission to ask you once a week, how is the, how did the business do this past week? I'm proposing you have somebody to keep you accountable for doing this. And you have to be prepared to say, well, we did better this week or we did worse this week. And here's what I see happened. You need somebody else who's asking you that question. It may be annoying, but you need to give them permission to do that. You need to be held accountable for doing what Anna is suggesting would be good for your business. Uh, it could be maybe somebody in the business who's directly beneath you, your, your plant manager or your, your uh, vice president of business, whatever, but you need that accountability. The other thing I want to throw out is that we, I think, I'm always so worried, you know, I'm, I'm trying to run the business, make sure we get money in the door, etc. I don't think much about what I call a reserve, which is in our personal life, we'd call a savings account. I worry now, I didn't used to, but I worry now because I'm aware of how tough life gets when the income goes away because of a recession, let's say, and I don't have something to fall back on, be it a line of credit, but I prefer that you have a so-called savings account, a reserve in your business. And frankly, you ought to be building it now and you ought to be able to cover six to 12 months versus if you're leasing a space or if you're paying mortgage on a business building, whatever it might be. You need to have that money set aside. It's painful. I need that money to buy groceries and to have a little fun on the weekend. No, you need also a reserve. And you got to get in the habit of putting a little bit of money aside to protect the business, including you. I, I, I love these two things. And, you know, if some of our listeners are thinking about, well, if I ask my significant other or if I ask some uh, people, I don't want to. I don't want to share information. We don't ask you to share detailed information. We just ask you for them to ask you, is the business going better than the previous week? That's it. And that will get you into a habit of checking it every week. And especially when you have accountability partner. I love that, Michael. And I love about the, the fact that you're creating habit. So after a while, you know, you will be doing it automatically you don't need a reminders for somebody else and i love also uh, the statement you made about having a savings account because it's painful to have you may not even have 50 dollars into your account but you have to start even if you start putting five ten dollars every week or every month mm -hmm. soon you'll have some uh savings you need you need to have some cash put aside to make sure that you know you survive, especially right now coming into turbulent times. I mean, you always should have that, in yeah. my opinion, because in in businesses sometimes you don't know what's going to happen, what trends and in what industry. But just just a reminder for our listeners that you should have a savings account to make sure that when it's tough, you have something to. We, we took my wife's car in for uh, a regular servicing, and they said the this a part of the steering system needs to be replaced. I hadn't planned on that. I hadn't even thought about it. Whoa! Suddenly, there's four hundred dollars. If I hadn't had a reserve, we'd have been driving around, driving, driving around, driving around with a dangerous car because it wasn't the brake. The steering system could break, so we spent the money, but we had it in reserve. And it didn't mean we had to close our door for two weeks while we covered the $400. We had the money. That's the point. You don't know what's coming your way. The reserve 
some people may argue that they have credit cards i mm. hate credit cards mm-hmm. uh, i don't know whether some of my, uh, our listeners remember but i used to be a banker i i was in the banking system for a long long time so i'm recovering banker who hates credit cards because you know what the interest rates are so high and then you have to pay it back and you will pay this money double the money you'll be paying. And it's so easy. All you do is put the card in the slot and you turn around, you don't have to get money out. It's so easy and you get yourself in trouble so quick. I I'm right with Anna. I don't like credit cards. I use them, but I also will tell you, I pay off the, the total every month. Exactly. I don't, I don't carry a balance at all. And I don't like using them anyways. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> I mean, again, every uh, business um, is different, but we just want to give you some tips. Hopefully, uh, we're able to, um, to set some habits for you of habits every day. Write down your income and your expenses in a notebook. You don't have to get fancy and check it on Saturday. If you can do this one thing for the next one month, we guarantee you that you will be ahead of the game. Thank you so much for listening to us. Have a wonderful day. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.